welcome back to this episode of Drunk Bible Study, the bonus edition, where we're talking about, what, uh, Kings, Second Kings, <laughs> 15 through 17? Yeah, that was, yeah, the, that yeah, was the, one. the one. Cool, that's yeah, one. so another fairly convoluted episode, I would say. It was challenging at times to remember everyone's name, and we really, like, w- just, like, went back and forth between Kings, between Judah, between Israel, And we had one mention of a king who decided to dismantle Ye Old Temple and and make something new, something fun, something fresh. It's like when you you take Ikea furniture and like disassemble it and build it into something new or like a Lego set. Is that something people do? Yes, it is. There's whole websites dedicated to this. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. There's Reddit. There's entire like Reddit subreddits dedicated to it my partner like bought a couple different ikea pieces and then created something like better out of it and he has this whole like hub for his you know workstation and stuff now that's pretty awesome so yeah yeah. so a has kind of did a similar thing here so he really yeah his wikipedia page says that he yielded readily (laughs) to the glamour and prestige of the assyrians in religion as well as in politics and then yeah he he saw this like really gorgeous prominent feature of the temple and it was an altar it was a very fancy altar and he was like you know what i gotta have that and so he made it he made this big altar and changed the current altar that was in the temple that was made by solomon was that who did it seems like it yeah correct yeah yeah exactly and and it was because of the king of assyria because like he saw the king of assyria's yeah it was like so fashionable Oh my gosh, I love it so much. Yeah. And so, okay, I didn't realize this, but this says that furthermore, Ahaz fitted up an astrological observatory with accompanying sacrifices after oh, the fashion dear. of the ruling people. Yikes. Oh, dear. And yeah. then there I are, guess that was yeah. that thing about like worshiping gods and goddesses of the sky or whatever it was. I see. Yes. So astrological. That, that, okay, that I makes see. sense. That's cool. Okay, I didn't catch that. Yeah, And I didn't catch this either, but it says in 2 Kings 16.3, there are uh, records that Ahaz offered his son by fire to Molech or made his son pass through fire, a practice condemned by Leviticus. Yeah, Yeah. throwing your baby into the fire. Well, it also says the words may refer to a ceremony of purification or a sacrificial offering. Yikes. I wonder that if, if actually it's... I could see this being a case of the reference being vague enough about passing through fire and previous references about child sacrifice that maybe like really the Molechians of the day just have Mm -hmm. some ritual about like passing them over a fire or through a fire. It's part of like a purification ritual, but that's still like by the other cultures, they still like want to scandalize it and make it sound bad. And so they talk about it like it's i've heard that of thing. certain cultures who are kind of adjusting their um gosh how do i talk about this without this being too dark or intense but um i mean certain cultures who have a practice of altering female genitals for religious mm-hmm. and spiritual purposes kind of actually adjusting that practice to just be kind of like a ceremonial tiny little cut or something, something that's like superficial mm, yeah. that doesn't actually mutilate or anything like that um but it's still considered scandalous interesting yeah yeah 
Yeah. So well, anyway, I wonder if the Molechians, I don't know if that's how you, what you call them. The Molechians. If maybe <laughs> maybe that practice, because it's not clear that they were sacrificing sons, and it's hard to believe a king would do that, especially. It, it could have just been like a very Tony Robbins, just walk across these hot coals. <laughs> maybe there that's you go. what it is. Yeah. Make your kids do that, and then they're purified forever. <laughs> right. Well, right. so we're going to get some more summarizing of what Ahaz did all the way in Chronicles 2, the Chronicles of Narnia return. Um, But we're not there yet. (laughs) We're not nearly there yet. It's going to happen in 2021. So I I, will all probably forget about this at the very least. But but yeah, they they said that as a result of Ahaz's wickedness, the Lord allowed Judah to be defeated by Syria and Israel. So it was really like his fault why all that hmm. happened, which is really interesting. Yeah, and, and Ahaz, instead of turning to the Lord, he requested help from Assyria, but they afflicted him instead. And in his distress, Ahaz sacrificed to the gods of Damascus that had defeated him. And so he was he had this reputation of evil and disobedience to the Lord, leading to judgment upon Judah's land and people. Hmm. Wow. Boy, huh? I feel like in what we read, he was more into the Assyrian fashion of worshiping rather than like out of being defeated. But hmm, maybe, yeah. Well, yeah, that's. I guess. uh, I just wonder how much spin is being put on this after the fact. You know, I don't know. Well, especially since after the fact. I mean, this is a Chronicles thing, but it basically says that like a bunch of people died and a bunch of people were taken as servants to Samaria. And the Lord allowed Judah to be defeated by Syria. So this is something that we'll get to in Chronicles. But yeah, it does sound like he was kind of the catalyst for all of this stuff happening. Even though when we read it, it was just kind of like he did. He changed the temple and then he died and lay with his father's big deal. So, yeah, I mean, the books of first and second Chronicles are going to be, I think, mostly the same stories, but just a little bit different retellings of them. Hmm. That's my understanding of it, at least. That See, I'm okay with that. It's not like because... a sequel. It's sort of like a parallel okay. story. Well, I'm okay with that because so much of this was not really elaborated upon at all. It yeah. was like yes. so just slapdash and we, we barely got any context of what the heck was happening. So... If it's telling it again, then maybe I'll actually like understand what the heck is happening. That's true. Maybe it'll be nice to actually have some review. <laughs> Make exactly. sure we've got it all. Yeah, we'll see. But, <laughs> but I might appreciate that Just a lot. Just to really integrate that in there. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of that, I did some research because I wanted to look into this whole thing about aren't his acts written in the book of the Chronicles of <laughs> finally, the Kings of Israel? I'm glad that somebody that. is looking at that. Yeah. Yeah. So... Okay, so basically the deal is that this Chronicle of the Kings of Israel is this book that gives these more detailed accounts about the reigns of of these different kings, and it's referenced in the Bible, but that it's been lost. This book doesn't mm. exist. No one no one has this book. It's been lost like to they time. Left it. They left it at their IKEA shopping trip, and it just... was it was in their garage when it got flooded. You know, like any <laughs> number of oh, things. No. What a tease this whole book has been saying, like, isn't it in there? We're like, we'll never know. It may yeah, be, it may not be, I but know. we'll never know. We'll never know. Because in their time, this book existed. But unfortunately, in our time, it does not. It does not. Wow. 
Now, what's interesting is that the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel is one book, but also there is the book called The Kings of Ancient Judah and The Chronicles of the Kings of Judah and The Book of the Kings of Judah and Israel, that these might have all been several different books, but all of them are lost either way. So kind of whenever we reference this, we can think about it. And (laughs) this part really got me when I was looking into these uh, references to the the books of the kings of Israel is that Mm -hmm. they will also be referenced in Chronicles where it will also say, and isn't it also written down in the book of the Chronicles? Chronicles And we're like, yeah, I guess not. (laughs) It's really painfully meta. Yeah. Apparently, (laughs) apparently in second Chronicles, there's a verse that says, and behold, the acts of Asa first and last lo, they are written in the book of the Kings of Judah and Israel. Uh, And another, another reference in second Chronicles to things being written down in the book of the Kings. So this, this lost book, we will keep referencing even as we get into Chronicles. So it is definitely not the Chronicles that we will be reading, although the books of Kings and the books of Chronicles are supposedly based on these books, which is why they keep referencing them, because they're they're based on them. (sighs) Great. Another thing I learned was that these books were probably actually a lot of different writings by different scribes who worked for those kings. So it's probably like we have now, this is the cliff notes, like we talked about last week, right? Like these are the cliff notes that we're reading. And it's like for the full story, read the chronicles written down by the scribes of these kings that are Mm -hmm. probably very long and boring. So actually, it's probably for the best that we're not reading those. That those are probably the day to day, you know, and on this day, he accepted a gift of 200 horses. And on this next day, he did this offering and sent a letter to this other king. You know, I'm sure it's that level of, if you really want to get into it, it's like, it's the Silmarillion of the Bible. Yeah. I only made that mistake once for reading the Silmarillion. (laughs) What is the Silmarillion? It's another book by Tolkien that basically goes into like all the mythology and lore and the gods and everything it very much reads like the bible but like the bible for middle earth okay mm-hmm. yeah it's like lots of it's different rough. stories not terribly interesting <laughs> lots of history isn't no that where like Eowyn is, or Arwen is in there i'm sure she's referenced the thing that always got me about the silmarillion is that like basically he sums up the entire plot of the whole trilogy in like two sentences for the lord of the rings <laughs> oh my gosh where it's like he tells all the history hobbits this, hobbits like, throw it in the, the fire the ring, like it was like thrown into a fire by a hobbit and like that was the end of it are <laughs> <laughs> cool. the acts of frodo written down in <laughs> exactly. the book of the chronicles of the, the ring <laughs> of the lord of the rings exactly like that wow <laughs> but this other stuff that's far more important. Oh, right. boy. Okay. Can I talk to you about some yes. gods slash maybe demons? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Please. Okay. So I'm talking about a Dromalek and a Namalek. Oh, yeah. Love these those. Syrian slash Mesopotamian gods and goddesses. So I'm going to start with a Namalek because there's a little bit less information about her. So she's the goddess. They come as a pair. Okay. As I'm sure so you can that was... understand. Right. Um, okay. Yes. Uh, she's a lunar deity, huh. apparently. Okay, which so is, I, I think is common with man. goddess worship. You know that right. she's yeah, she's associated with the moon and the menstrual cycle associated with the moon and all these things. So it all just makes sense. Um, 
And so her husband slash partner, Dramalek, uh, he's, um, of course, only mentioned here in this passage that we read. And he's described as a god of, quote unquote, Sephar Vayim, which is a mm. word that refers to, or at least is identified with these twin cities of Detroit and St. Paul. No, Minneapolis and St. Paul. <laughs> Minneapolis and St. Paul, not Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> not Detroit. Weird. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Okay, the god no, of the twin the cities, twin, a drama The god of Minneapolis and St. Paul. No, the twin cities of Sipar Yahrudum and Sipar Amnanum, which is north of Babylon. Sounds like which is north of Minnesota. Okay, yes. yeah. Now, here's the interesting thing is that... Um, in the Talmud, like in the rabbinical writings, it's written that um, a Dramalek is a god who is depicted in the shape of an ass, as in a donkey. Okay. But also there's other accounts that say that he is in the shape of a donkey and the shape of a peacock at the same time. A um, donkey cock. Please. A donkey cock. An ass cock. Wait, okay, if so you will. Wait, so is it a donkey head and a peacock well, tail? I'm glad you asked. Oh boy. Because Because <laughs> I've drawn you a picture. Because the other way is not as fun. <laughs> no. no, okay, so apparently according to Wikipedia, he uh, a dramalek is considered a demon in particular Judeo-Christian traditions, which is common sure. for Christians to do this of like we take the foreign gods and turn them into a demon, right. of course. You know. Yeah. Um so he's generally depicted with a human torso, a mule's head, a peacock tail and the limbs of a mule or a peacock. There is a great picture on the Wikipedia, and I'm <laughs> Why just. Why do you gonna... need a human torso? Wait, so is yeah. he like um, a centaur? Well, he needs a human torso, as I'm going to share with you, and you'll see, is so that you can see that he has some like really cut pecs. Oh yeah, arms. we gotta have those. Abs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I got like, it. I got it. Really yeah. So he is kind of centaur esque. Yeah, kind of this beefy, sexy boy kind of upper body with a with a donkey head and this big, That's magnificent peacock great. tail in the background. Yeah, so y'all who are listening, I'm going to post this into the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group so that you can enjoy this abomination as well. It wow. is an abomination for <laughs> yeah. sure, and but also amazing. Bonus trivia, oh. a dramalek is the name of a summon in Final Fantasy twelve. Wow, really? Oh, really? Yes. And again, I'll share this with you as well. He doesn't quite have the same donkey characteristics, I would say. But does he have the peacock but tail? He has a little bit of this peacocky, feathery Whoa. kind of look. Whoa. You know, oh, he looks yeah. very look intense. He looks very He's much like, like a... That's what this yeah, picture looks like. Yeah, he looks very much like, like a Final <laughs> Fantasy Summon oh for gosh. sure, for those of you who are familiar with the series. But yeah, love absolutely. It. Yeah, very low on donkey, higher on peacock, a little bit of humany torso, and some big kind of claw clawish hands and stuff like that. But I thought that was fun. Oh. Wow, that's pretty epic. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, I I did I did have one last bit of trivia that I guess like the Please. theme of recent bonus episodes is like Jace's personal history. But okay, every time. <laughs> The Bible references the high places. In my house, we had a, a like a a step stool around that I guess my little brother referred to as high places. Like that was his name what? for the step stool. What 
He called high it high place. Friends in high, high places. places. Uh-huh. That's what I kept wanting to say. <laughs> but, okay, so here I'm actually. Well, okay, no, how, <laughs> how, how did your brother get to that place of calling the step stool high places? Well, so uh, that part I'm not it's sure cute. about. But what I do know is that. Because you go up to high places with Yeah, the you step go up to stool. high places. It makes sense. Yeah. But there was. He he made another step stool. And I don't remember if this was like something that he made with our stepdad or our grandpa in his wood shop, or if this was something he made in shop class at school, but he made a little step stool. It was basically just like two little, maybe like one foot by one foot squares of wood with a few little cutoff two by fours holding the one up above the other. It was maybe like a foot tall, like this very small little step stool, but it helped him to get to things. And he named that High Places Junior. And <laughs> oh my gosh, your your brother's adorable. And it and it had and it had a theme song, and the theme song was Jeez, High Places Junior was the was the theme song for or like the jingle, I guess not a theme song, but the jingle hold on, for this hold little on. step stool. How old was your brother? Oh gosh, maybe eight oh. or something, maybe no, ten, okay, somewhere in that range. Okay, we got to keep going on with this theme of talking about Jace's personal history. <laughs> How old were the two of you when you came up with "click, click, click" a picture? What? So this was that <laughs> was... you need to tell the whole the full story of okay. it. Okay, <laughs> that was around the same time that that yeah when you we were making had... up jingles for everything. Yeah, I guess it was a period of a few years where everything had little jingles. But yeah, this one was a camera. That for some reason we came up with this idea that it was a little like a disposable camera type thing. But when you click the button to take a picture, it goes click, click, click a picture. <laughs> and then would take the picture. What? And I know. And our joke <laughs> was that you had this camera and you'd be like, oh, that's perfect. I'm going to take a picture of it. And by the time wait, it's wait, finished wait, wait. singing the song and does the picture, ev- like the picture's ruined everyone's, or everyone's oh. blinking everyone's, or looking everyone's away. Everyone's reacting and be like, wait, what? What is he doing? Yeah, we went through a period of lots of things having jingles. But yeah, but High Places Junior was one of those. And uh, wow. I don't. I actually could not tell you what High Places Senior was, but I can vividly picture High Places Junior because that was around for many years and was referred <laughs> referred to uh, as High Places Junior in our house for many years. Wow, I love it so I love much. It. That's adorable. It's so adorable. But every time we talk about the High Places, I keep thinking about High Places Junior. <laughs> Jeez. Gosh, you and your brother. Yeah, what, what, what gems? Adorable. What little jewels? Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's, I mean, that's what I could I got go off you. on stories of like the stuff my sister and I came up with, but now I feel like we're alienating Emily every, even further as the only child. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I don't you know and James any. had some good songs together, though. Yeah, no, we had a lot of good stuff, but it tended to not like be bible related yeah for our listeners high places junior was also not bible related (laughs) well it was because we talked about the high places in this and that's how it came to be i see i see yes yes Yes. so i don't know but i'll I'll definitely say something if it comes up and if it's in context perfect (laughs) beautiful all righty 
Well, that was a blast. Um, thank you for regaling us with your beautiful, fun times, fun tales of, of old. So we don't have a episode next week, but we will see you all in two weeks. And we are looking so forward to it.